Well, you do like hey, Irish boys, then, I will say. The Lucy Porter Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Lucy Porter Podcast. It's me, Lucy, back. I'm back. Surprise, surprise. It's been a hot minute. Uh, the last podcast was Easter, but that is because I've been uh, finishing my degree, which you'll all be pleased to know that I have finished. It has not finished me. So that is pleasing. Today's podcast is going to be a Pride podcast in celebration of Pride Month. June is Pride Month, and I am proud to say that I am an ally. I am an ally, guys. And today, I'm joined with... Debbie! Debbie! Yeah. Back again. Third time's a charm. Debbie is back for the third time. I was going to ask what your name is, but you've already oh. told... Well... Tell, ev- tell everyone all your multiple names that you get <laughs> called. Birth name, birth name, titles. Birth name, James. Title, Lord James. Common name, Jamie. Friend name, Deb. Long friend name, Debbie. <laughs> so I'm sure the listeners can choose one of yeah, those. choose one of them. They're all our friends. It. So, Debbie, James, Lord James, what is your age? 21. Soon to be 22. No. Yeah. In, not until November. In November. That is long, long ago. Yeah, but that's, that's, that's not a year. I've got a year to wait oh, to be 22. Sh- you are old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, your birthday is in November. What's your star yeah. sign then? Scorpio. Sting, sting. Sting, sting. Got some pincers, have you, babe? I have, babe. Sting mm. in the tail. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good. Refreshed. You look well, refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> Deb's just um, crawled out of bed down to my room. I said, Deb, 11 o'clock, be here or be square. Uh, and he was on time, so I am pleased. I was. Always on time. You know, if you're early, you're, you're on, on time. time. If you're on time, you're, you're late. late. And if you're late... You need to get uh, your, get your life together or something. Yeah, <laughs> you need to sort yourself out. Sort yourself out. But then by that saying I was late because I was on time. But at least you weren't late, that late. Is true. That is true. Um, what is your... Well, I mean, I was going to jump in straight to the questions <laughs> there. Let's not do it. Not set it up properly. <laughs> uh, like, I'm out of practice. It's been a while. Um, so, we're doing a Pride podcast, yeah? We are. We're celebrating all things Pride. I'll ask you your sexuality now, if that's okay. <laughs> I am gay. Gay and proud. Yeah. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was just gonna. We said yesterday. I was gonna say I was straight, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had a little plan. <laughs> a plan. <laughs> We've ruined it. The plan was let's do it again so people yeah, get the joke. Okay. okay. So Deb, what is your sexuality? I'm straight. <laughs> <laughs> no joking. I'm gay. I'm gay. <laughs> Right, I'm glad the the <laughs> listeners are going to love that. We just you say we're performers. We can go yeah. back and do it again. So you're gay. Can I ask you when? Well, I am going to ask you. I don't know why I'm asking. <laughs> can I ask you? Well, maybe it's a nice thing to ask your permission. When did you know that you liked other boys and not girls? <laughs> um, I always say from sort of twelve to thirteen. When you know how you sort of get your little high school relationships and all that crushes yeah and i was always like i just never had them 
even for like boys back then, I never thought, oh, I fancy that boy, which probably says a lot about the boys. Yeah, <laughs> well, Skegness, you know, not, not a lot to choose from down there. Uh, then as I sort of got to like 15, 16, and I sort of started seeing people, well, men on the telly, and I thought, oh, they're quite nice, and just not having them feelings about girls, and I thought, gosh, I am different to what I think other people are experiencing at this age. And so it took a bit of exploration and learning about what, sort of being gay is and how did you do that how did you explore what being gay means um watching films with gay people representation in so like um call me by your name yeah that that hadn't come out uh i can't remember what the one i watched blue is the warmest color uh (laughs) yeah i have seen that that is nice that's not that's That's lesbians lesbians, but nice film um i can't the uh it's about an Irish, a ginger Irish boy, and uh, he goes to boarding school and falls in love with another boy. I feel like I might have seen that. I think it's on Netflix, and I can't remember what the name is. I think I've seen is. it. Yeah. Oh, and, uh, and then the changing rooms and stuff yeah. quite often. Yeah, right. they, they have a little hideout in a little shed thing, I'm and gonna, that's where they go. And I'm going to Google it. Gay, gay Irish good. film. Handsome Devil. Handsome Devil, that's I've, it. I have seen it. I was going to say The Devil Inside, but no, that's the wrong... That's a horror film, one. I think. Yeah. Well, you do like Irish boys, Deb, <laughs> I will say. Uh... Don't know what it is about. Um, it's, it, yeah, that there is they them. are, look. That is them. It, we've just Googled it, guys, and we're just looking at some pictures of the film, yeah. It does ring a bell. I think it's on Netflix. It is. Good film, go watch it. Go watch it. Pride Month, go watch <laughs> it. So, have you faced any sort of adversity or bullying or hate crimes as a homosexual male i wouldn't say uh hate crimes that's i I, wouldn't, I don't think i've ever experienced something that strong but in like uh secondary school i always hated people would always come up to me and go can i ask you a question and just as soon as they like said that i'd always go you're going to ask me if i'm gay and i'm going to have to it's going to embarrass me in front of everyone. I'm going to have to say no, no, even though I sort of knew that I was different or that I wasn't, well, I wasn't straight. I knew that, so. And so, yeah, that would always be the one that, and I think everyone sort of knew that it not upset me, but affected me and got me worried. So I think then it just sort of became a thing to come up to me and go, well, can I ask you a question? Are you gay? And even if I said, no, you can't ask me a question, they still ask me anyway. So that's why it's like, well, it's pointless, isn't it? So... Don't ask me. Don't ask me a question, but yeah. then they still go, oh, please, let me just ask you if you're gay. And it's like, no. It's frustrating because why does it matter exactly. if you're gay or not? Like, if you're a nice person and you're my friend, I don't care what you are. You could be a yeah. leopard. <laughs> I still like you. <laughs> that is sweet. <laughs> no, That's obviously sweet. it's important to you to identify and mm-hmm. know who you are and recognise who you are. But as as the people around you, it really shouldn't matter that much mm-hmm. what you are, as long as you are kind. That is true. And you are kind. I am. Although, I James, kind. Lord James, I would love <laughs> it if we could be in a relationship. I know you would, darling. And I would too, but it just... It's not worked out that we way. Don't, I don't swing that way a bit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, swinging. 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 You I'm only not... swing one way. We are swingers. We are swinging <laughs> together. <laughs> Jamie and I have everything in, that a relationship would have minus the intimacy. <laughs> yeah, that is it. And that is nice. That I is think nice. that's what we've needed in this past year. 
um, being at uni in the pandemic, etc. We've been there for each other a lot, mm-hmm. and we've been comfort for each other. And Jamie tucks me in bed every night. I do, but we don't do anything naughty because <laughs> we're, we're not we're not like that. Yeah, <laughs> we're not doing them things no. like that. So now we're just gonna run through a little LGBTQ plus history. History, yeah, yeah. Notes. Love Did I get that right? The an- yeah. anagram. Yeah. I don't think it's an anagram. Anonym. An- no, an- no, no. Anagram. An- uh, oh god. Acronym. Acronym. That's the brilliant. One. I'm gonna run through a little history. In 1533, this is sorry. This is a, like a focusing on the United Kingdom. Yeah, Obviously, these things don't happen in a vacuum. Worldwide progress has been made and events have happened that have sparked things across the globe. But we are just going to focus mainly on the UK because that is where we are. Clap is that all right with you? Hum. Say that again. Clap for the UK, hun. Say it again. Clap for the UK, hun. Hopefully people by this time will be clapping. <laughs> that is nice. If you're not clapping for the UK, hun, right now, please clap. clap. Okay, brilliant. <laughs> I just you can't see me, but we were, clapping, we were clapping, and then I did that thing what conductors do to stop their orchestra when they like do like a, a line in the air, stop. <laughs> so I stopped our clapping there. So back to the history, history section. We love history. I love history. You have a GCSE in history. <laughs> you have a GCSE in history. <laughs> I love horrible histories. Did you enjoy yeah, that as a child? Terrible Tudors, gorgeous Georgians, Sammy Stewart's vile Victorians. Woeful wars, ferocious knights, dingy castles, daring knights. Horrors that, that dis- fine description. Cutthroat cut Celts or fallen full Egyptians, Egyptians, vicious cause... Vikings. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Have <laughs> I gone back to the beginning? Uh, Romans, rotten, rotten rancid, no. ruthless, cavemen, savage, fierce, toothless, groovy Greeks. Brainy sages, sages, no, Satan, Spartans, something with an S. Mean and misly Middle Ages. Gory stories, we do that. And your host, a talking rat. The past is no longer a mystery. Hope you enjoy horrible histories. Okay, fifteen thirty-three. <laughs> that needed to come out the system. <laughs> We uh, that was a release. I feel better after that. Fifteen thirty three, Buggery Act. Yeah, Henry the Eighth. Henry the Eighth. Yeah, that's the it's the Tudor yeah. times, um, which meant that it was illegal. Here's what I found. Oh, oh hello, Siri. Siri's been listening. Siri says that <laughs> the Buggery Act of the Parliament of England that was passed during the reign of Henry the Eighth. It was the country's first civil sodomy law. Nice. So basically, Thanks, it's illegal. From then to have penetrative... Well, I think any sort of sex with a man. Gosh, I was really going into decent. Oh, Siri. Penetrative, well, I think, any sort of sex. Siri, darling. It's not your... You're interrupting. He's taking over. I should have put on the the cinema mode on him. He's being crazy. Oh, God, he is piping up. So, the act outlawed homosexuality in Britain. Let's make it clear. Yeah. Uh, And it was made punishable by death. God. That is... R.I.P., I say. There are a lot of people died. That is not ideal, is it? And after 200 years when the death penalty was abolished, um, the minimum uh, punishment for having sex with a male was 10 years imprisonment. Minimum. 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 But I bet a lot of people had a lot longer than that. 
So that's uh, interesting. Henry VIII, as we know, was Catholic and then he created his own church because he wanted a divorce. I wonder exactly what made him bring that in. Yeah, that is interesting. Because before that, I'm sure there's been lots of yeah. loving between all sorts yeah. of people. I just wonder what made him bring that in. Maybe he was a bit in denial. <laughs> I'll just kick some over. Yeah, maybe. You know, six wives is a lot. Maybe he's, that is a good cover Probably story. religion, you know, because in the, the eyes of, of God, man and wife, not man and man. That is true, that is that true. That's probably one of the main... But then there's a lot of things in the Bible that people seem to miss over and cherry-pick cherry from pick. what they want to uh, abide by. Right. Interesting. So, this sort of sets up the... The, the the rest of our timeline. So, 1533 Buggery Act. In 1951, the first known case of sex reassignment happened in the UK. Lovely. I feel like we've missed a big gap here. What are we missing? We're missing. We're missing. We're missing. This is a worldwide one. Oh, right. I see. Have you watched the film The Danish Girl? I have. Lily Elb, world's yeah. first documented... Sex reassignment surgery, 1930. Ah, I see. So it's 1951 in the UK. UK. I see. It's in the UK. Um, but unfortunately, Lily, if I'm saying that correctly, sorry if I'm not, uh, passed away. She had five... Oh, this, this Apple Watch. Um, passed, she had five surgeries and then five, passed away shortly after oh. the, the one of the last ones, I think. That is upsetting. It is upsetting, but it's sort of never been done before. Yeah, that is Pioneering. True. Um, so it was Roberta Cowell in the UK, and nice. she had previously been a racing car driver and a Spitfire fighter pilot. Wow, we amazing. Born 1918, died 2011. So oh, recently. She survived. Wow, we. A long, long time. A long, long time. So in the meanwhile, this this having sex with men is still illegal men and man oh, interesting it's illegal, illegal to for man to transition to woman but still illegal for man to have sex with man with man interesting yeah yeah and in 1967 the sexual offenses act came in um meaning that it was not illegal for two men over 21 to have sex under certain conditions that way they had to be like locked in a room and curtains drawn no one else present basically no one was allowed to sort of know about it but obviously it was still widely discriminated yeah and the act still led to arrests still arrests even though it's legal yeah oh god because it's discrimination oh i see certain conditions were still considered illegal so there's a little bit of change there. <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot. Um, have you watched the imitation game? About uh, Alan Turing? Alan Turing, yeah. yeah. So he was a pioneering sort of computer guy. Yeah, code, the Coding, code. Yeah, in World War Two. Did some fantastic, fantastic things. I believe he's on the £50 note now. That's brilliant. Brilliant. Because at the time... Uh, he said, I'm gay. Well, I don't know if he said that. <laughs> I don't know if he said, 
and gear like that. He he um he said he came out and uh, mm-hmm. and then got arrested and chemically castrated. Oh God bless him. Because they obviously thought that that would cure him. Oh God. Of his homosexuality. No. There but is no cure. You can't be cured. Exactly. It's not. It's not you an illness. You are. It's, just, it's not a disease. No. You're not going to have treatment for it. You can't do anything about it. So that was in 1952. He was convicted of gross indecency. That's 1952. And the... That's, so this is before 1967. Sexual Offences Act came in. Oh, I see. So right. he is illegal. Sorry about this timeline, guys. We are <laughs> jumping in and out, round and round. We're going in circles. Um, so it was illegal <clears throat> when he was arrested. And... It says here he was sentenced to 12 months of hormone therapy and with a criminal record he would never be able to work for the government communications again. It's, that, that is ridiculous. He's literally done so much. Genius. Sorry, mate. Nah. I think he killed himself. Let me. I'm just trying to find out here now. He, yeah, was discovered dead in his bed, poisoned by cyanide. The official verdict was suicide. But no motive was established at the 1954 inquest. His death is often attributed to the hormone treatment he received at the hands of the authorities following his trial for being gay. Yet he died more than a year after the hormone doses had ended and in any case, the resilient Turing had borne that cruel treatment with his close friend Peter Hilton. Who's that? Close friend, maybe. (coughs) Close friend. I love her. Maybe. Because I find that. I uh, saw something on Twitter where it said, in all the history books where two men are close friends, tends to mean they might have been lovers. Most likely. Yeah. And that's okay. That's okay. But very you know, tragic, that, though, yeah, isn't it? Very, absolutely. very sad. Imagine doing all that for your country. And then, and then them turning round. Yeah. He got a posthumous, I think that's how you say it, posthumous pardon from the royal family in 2013, I think, and as did many other people mm. that got convicted back in the day, but it, it's not really... They, it, like, it's, it's, been, not, it's been and done, you can't... Yeah. They're dead now, they're not going to really recognise what's uh, been done. And he's on the £50 note now, so who's really laughing? Who's laughing? Oh, that is sad. So, that was 19... 19- 54, did I say? I've closed the tab now. Yeah, something like that. And then the Sexual Offences Act, sex between men uh, over 21 is okay in certain conditions, e.g. behind closed doors is legal. 1969, the year Michael Porter was born. (laughs) Hello, big Mickey P. (laughs) And also the year of the Stonewall riots in America. Can you tell us about that? Please. So the Stonewall Inn is a little pub tavern type thing in America, and it's uh was very much a, a a gay bar without it being a gay bar back in them times, and um one night the uh police went to raid it and arrest all of them for being gay and out in public being gay, and uh Marsha P. Johnson, a drag queen who was in the bar at the time, thought, you know what, I ain't going to stand for this anymore, and uh, threw a brick back at the police people. Police people, yeah. The authorities. The authorities, hence sparking the Stonewall riots, which was a, uh, a uh, riot between authorities and gay people who wanted to be treated equally and not be arrested just for being gay in public. And that has become the sort of momentous thing <clears throat> behind Pride 
parades and yeah because stonewall happened in june i think did it yeah oh amaze so i think that's why pride oh yes yes of course of course what day is that yeah 28th of june uh it was in nyc yeah if you already said that said america didn't quite uh narrow it down to nyc um so it sparked off a civil rights movement. Yeah, that was the... Basically. That brick beam frame was sort of the uh, foot in the door of it. The match on the, the fire. Yeah, the, no, spark, the spark. The spark. Near the... That lit the flame. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the... The little thing that caused the big thing. Yeah, okay. So we've got Stonewall riots, 1969. Yeah. 1970, the London Gay Liberation Front formed. Yeah. And you said so that, that that is sort of like the uh, the uh, English version of the Stonewall charity because Stonewall hadn't quite travelled over to the UK yet. Right. So it, it did eventually, but for it starting the Gay Liberation Front. Yeah, the original was, yeah. name. And then in 1972, the first London Pride March happened slash parade, and around 2,000 people attended. Amazing. And now Pride is a thing all is over all the world. Over, nearly everyone attends A big it. event. Amazing. Nearly everyone. Nearly everyone. You don't, though. No, Can no, I ask I why? I haven't been to one. I, I don't know why. I think for, well, like early years, when I wasn't quite out, I thought Pride would be nice, but I can't really go out. People might think I'm gay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then... um. And then I just really haven't fa- found the sort of fascination with it. Like, I celebrate my sexuality in my own way. And, like, I love Pride. I think the whole idea of it is amazing and stuff. But I just haven't been to mm, one. Mm. And I think because, like, I've never been to a big city. Yeah. So I think the sort of bigger Pride events happen in big cities. And more the more crazy. Yeah. Because there is one in Lincoln, but we haven't gone. No. But I think that's only because we've only... We've only had one opportunity had one, to go. Yeah. And then the pandemic hit. And then, yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll go. Maybe we will. We'll just Let's go and be... Crazy. Crazy <laughs> and and be our true selves, because that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so 1972 was the first London Pride March slash parade. Parade. 1978, Gilbert Baker designs the Pride flag, quote... Because it fits all of us. It's all the colours, all the genders, all the races, the rainbow of humanity. That is nice. That is stunning. That is so amazing. I do love the rainbow as well. That is great. And as an ally, I can wear the rainbow with pride. I can. (laughs) You can. (laughs) 1985 in the UK, men who have sex with men are banned from donating blood. Now... The 80s was a fearful time because the AIDS pandemic was running a riot. It was. And uh, there was a lot of fear. There was. Well, I tell you who wasn't scared. Princess oh. Diana. She wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't scared. <laughs> My goodness. She, and yeah. Elton John. Elton John wasn't scared. They set up a charity together, they did, didn't they? Yeah. Supporting AIDS, AIDS. victims. Yeah. Still going strong today. Still going strong. R.I.P. Die, I say. Yeah, absolutely. She's I miss that girl. quite strong. <laughs> She's not strong. Elton is Elton, going strong. Elton is going strong. Elton, if you're listening to this, we love you <laughs> and we would love to meet you and talk yeah. about... AIDS. <laughs> well, yeah, AIDS and what we can do for the charity. Maybe we could write to Elton and say, yeah. Hello. you're gay, I'm an ally. What can we do? 
that is, yeah. Give us a list and we'll do it. We'll do it for you, L. (laughs) Me and L. (laughs) EJ. Um, It's a Sin. I don't know if anyone's listening who has watched It's a Sin on Channel 4 recently just come out, a drama about sort of a group of friends during the the 80s and the, the AIDS pandemic and their experience with it. And it is so upsetting, so heart-wrenching and eye-opening and powerful um educating educating exactly and if you haven't watched it i suggest you go watch it right now (laughs) that was stern i suggest you go watch (laughs) sorry it's my teacher voice (laughs) i suggest you go and watch it did you enjoy it i did Uh, you see i didn't cry throughout it until i cried a lot until the character that was sort of the rock, the glue... Jill. Jill. The sort of character that I would maybe yeah. identify with. How we uh, see ourselves. It's the dynamic yeah. we could sort of t- reflect ourselves onto these characters. When Jill broke down, is when I broke down. <laughs> I was crying, <laughs> screaming. It was absolutely awful. It was sad. It was so sad because that character that sort of throughout the whole thing has been so strong, strong, the backbone, the backbone of the group yeah. breaks down. I thought, oh my god, <laughs> there's me comparing myself to the backbone <laughs> of the group. <laughs> it's who I am. Um, but yeah, it's a sim, eye opening, educating, fabulous. Nineteen eighty five. No. 88. 88. We're going backwards. <laughs> I've got a bit of a thing with numbers. I find them hard to read. Good. 1988, Section 28 of the Local Government Act is introduced. And By you know quite a lot about this. So I'm going to let you... Essays on this. We're not I'm, essay, an essay. I'm going to let you take the reins for the Section so this 28. Was, uh, Margaret Thatcher. <clears throat> and Section 28 basically banned the promotion and education of homosexuality in schools and local councils, which meant that there was no education, no books in libraries, no uh, queer help centres, no nothing. It wasn't allowed to be spoke about. It was a very taboo subject. Literally wiped from the face of the earth. The curriculum. The well, curriculum. Yeah. The UK curriculum, yeah. yeah. Um, and so then, yeah. Uh, and then she made a speech in Blackpool. And she said, uh, children who ought to be taught about uh, conservative moral family values are being taught they have the inalienable right to be gay. Which is awful. That is awful. When she doesn't even like other women, so... Who does she think she is? No. We've only got... To thank her for the ice cream and that's it. Yeah, the Mr Whippy. She was involved in uh, the invention of the Mr Whippy. Uh, That's the only good thing she ever did. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's shocking. But I also look back at our time in school and I don't remember in science or biology or whatever learning much about anything to do with sexual health. Only like wear a condom, that's it. I don't think that, and obviously about periods and mm-hmm. babies yeah, and yeah. pregnancy. I we weren't told anything about homosexual sex. I don't think we weren't taught about the sex. We were taught about about how um we might uh, find other bodies attractive and the uh, lust we might have for other other. I don't other recall. People. I really don't recall. I think it, it was very uh, probably a one lesson. Like a yeah, just here swiped it over yeah. like. 
And I just think that generally the sexual education in this country needs to be better anyway. And then also needs to include lots of different types of sex and types of partners that you can have, etc. But that's interesting that she's brought that in in... 88 and in what how old were we like 2012 we weren't yeah. really that Still much that. more educated yeah. on it so that's interesting the same year stonewall uk was uh formed and it was founded by sir ian mckellen i love, I love him love that man uh lisa power mbe and lord cashman cbe uh, then that was in response to Section 28 and to campaign for LGBT rights. Yeah, absolutely. Thank God for Ian McKellen. Thank God he, Ian Bain. Thank God he stepped in. <laughs> Thank God. Um, so in 19... Well, we're jumping forward. In 1992, will, the World Health Organisation declassifies homosexuality as a mental illness. Gosh. Just let that sink in for a minute. 1992, homosexuality declassified as a mental illness. So up to 1992, which is not that long ago, being a homosexual was classed as a mental illness. And that really makes me very upset and angry. angry. You can tell by my face. (laughs) It's really, really upsetting because you're my best friend and you're gay. Yeah, we've established that. Yeah. And I have a lot of homosexual friends. All mm-hmm. Most of my male friends are homosexual. Do you think I give a... I was going to swear then. Do you think I care? No. And how is... I can't believe... How is it a mental illness? It is crazy it's... how it used to be thought about. But it, like, it, make, it does make me think, like, obviously... Our parents have lived through a lot of it, and grandparents. And it always the, our parents will have lived through the AIDS yeah. pandemic also. It always, it always makes me think, like, oh, I wonder what they thought about. Mm. Mm. Well, I always say to Grandma, I say, Grandma, if I was a lesbian, what would you say? And she says, Lucy, it doesn't change who you are as a person. You're still you, so I don't really care. That I is said, sweet. Grandma, what would you do if I brought home a girl? She says, as long as they're nice... I don't care. That is nice. She's a child of the 60s, though, you yeah, know, so yeah. peace and love, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you know. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, but it is, it's, it's, um, it's interesting how the people in power and the authorities have such an impact upon the working classes. Yeah, and absolutely. Not just the working classes, all the classes, all the social classes, but I feel as if, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a difficult one when... when you're not in a position of power. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Thank God for Ian McKellen. Thank God. (laughs) Making Stonewall UK (laughs) because he is a pioneer. Is he still alive? He is, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really love him. He was so handsome when he was young. Have you seen him? Oh, yeah. I say this all the time, how handsome (laughs) he was. He was a very handsome man. 1994, the age of consent between men is lowered uh, from 18... Wait, it's lowered from 21 to 18. And then in 2001, it's lowered to 16, which yeah. is equal to yeah. heterosexual yeah. sex. So that's interesting. And 2000 and 2010, I'm just going to run through a few things what happened. Uh, in the year 2000, the ban on lesbian, gay and bisexual people serving in the army was lifted by the UK government. We were, I, I was alive. We were alive, and I was shocked to to even think that that was a thing. Like, yeah. sh- why does it matter? Like, uh, right. 
Okay. In 2002, same-sex couples in the UK received equal rights for adoption as straight couples. That is good. Yeah, that is brilliant. Elton John adopted Elton two John. kids. Yeah. We love Elton. We do. Um, Section 28 was repealed in 2003 in England, Wales and Northern Ireland. It was repealed, but I'm not sure what was done to make it that much yeah, better because absolutely. I don't remember learning much. Probably just put the books back on the shelves and you have to yeah, look for yourself. Maybe. And in 2004, the Gender Recognition Act passed, which allows transgender people to fully and legally identify with their chosen gender as well as acquire a new birth certificate. Amazing. Amazing. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So that all happened between 2000 and 2010. 2011, the lifetime ban on men having sex with men was lifted with a year caution. Now, I'm sorry, I'm referring to the donating of blood. Mm-hmm. So if you're a man having sex with a man, the the lifetime ban, which happened yeah, in, yeah. don't tell me, 1985... Um, was lifted. However, you still have to wait a year to give blood. So you can't have sex with a man in a year yeah. to give blood. Which, who is not doing that? <laughs> so, uh, me? <laughs> it's been pretty dry these past few months. But you're female, you can give blood whenever. I can. Whereas gay men, not for a year. Not if you've a got a stable partner in marriage, you ain't never going to give blood. Is that an... Is that... Is that yeah, or can that be like a no? That, that was no except if you've had sex with a man within a year, even if there was your husband. Really? Whatever. No giving blood. That's crazy. It was only recently that they uh, said. I think it's like two sexual. If you've had recently, it became it's, the same I sexual. Don't know how to oh, oh, Siri, Siri. You need to pipe down. Stop it. <laughs> Two thousand seventeen. It got lower to three months. Yep. So I guess. If you're in, I mean, it's not it's not great, is it? It's not it's not very no. nice. But uh, if you were in a loving relationship, if you said to your partner, right, no sex for three months, we're giving blood. Yeah, that would be nice. But yeah, it, yeah. But in like, it's just upsetting that they have to do that if they want to give blood. Whereas straight couples can just be like, yeah, we'll have it the night before. Is it because that the people that were donating blood, it also meant that there was the risk of transmitting AIDS. Yeah, because AIDS can remain undetected for three months. And AIDS is more prominent in homosexual males. Am I correct in saying that? Right. And that is why now it's three months. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not great, but it's better than a lifetime. Or a year. Or a year. And it does mean that it won't be passed on to other people. That is true. Going back... 2013, the first Pride trans event happened in Brighton. The first of its kind in Europe. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Maybe we'll go to Brighton. Maybe we'll go to Eastbourne. (laughs) Oh, sweet. Sweet. And in 2014, same-sex marriage became legal. Oh, amazing. That's in England and Wales. I remember watching the first gay wedding in England because it was broadcast live on Channel 4. Oh, I love Channel 4. It's amazing. I thought I remember seeing that and going... You don't see that on the BBC. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, same-sex marriage, 2014. 2017, the donating blood, three months. And in 2019, the World Health Organisation declassifies transgender health issues as a mental illness. Oh, that is recent. Let that sink in. That's what? 
How many years ago? Two. Three. 2021. 20. 19. 19. Two. Two and a half. Two, yeah. Two, two and, and a bit. bit. Two and a bit. That is um, shocking. It is. And uh, interesting. And it's interesting. It's nice that it's the World Health Organization. Yeah. But it's still... Uh, illegal to be homosexual in 69 countries in the world and half of those are in Africa um, and I think there's many more where it's it's legal to be gay but, but frowned upon yeah, deeply because it's also not illegal to be homophobic like in I think Ru- Russia is a I don't know, not a fact check a fact check <laughs> what? is it illegal to be gay in Russia. Uh, Amnesty International UK. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Accept the cookies. <laughs> Who put the cookie in the cookie jar? Oh, sorry. Oh, dear, darling. <laughs> it was an early morning. <laughs> Although same-sex sexual activity between consenting adults in private was decriminalised in 1993 in Russia, wow, homosexuality is disapproved of by most Russians and same-sex couples and households headed by same-sex couple are ineligible for legal protections available to opposite-sex couples. Mm. I say, I think it's like, it's not illegal to be gay, but it's not illegal to be homophobic. Right, not a hate crime. Yeah. Right. So, we've come a long way, but there's still... A long way to go. A long way to go, especially in the countries where it is illegal to be gay still. Yeah. It's still punishable by death in some countries, I think, which God. is terrible. Very, very terrible. So, we've we've mentioned some films that have been made. For example, The Danish, Danish Girl. Girl. The Imitation and, Game. And there's The Prom that recently came the out. Prom, yeah. Um... Now, I just want to ask you how you feel about about the people that were cast in yes. the homosexual, because trans roles. Eddie Redemay in The Danish Girl is a straight white man. Benedict Cumberbatch in The Imitation Game is a straight white man. James Corden in The Prom is a straight white man, all playing LGBT roles. Yes. Now, we all, there's also um, Rocket Man... Taron Egerton, or whatever his name is, he, I don't think he's gay. I don't think he's part of the LGBT community. And also, Rami Malik in Bohemian Rhapsody. Pet Lid played Freddie Mercury. I had a big issue with James Corden playing a gay person in the prom. Yeah. I I I just thought that his interpretation was extremely stereotypical and poor. Yeah, I think he overcamped it. Overcamped it, and also the whole film, the prom, I disliked. Didn't as, enjoy it really. As if it is a very cheesy, cheesy film. Cheesy. Which I don't think you you like. I'm not cheesy. into cheese. Whereas I do like a bit of cheese. Like so, whereas Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody are films that I really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. However, it still doesn't justify the fact that the people that were cast as the main character characters were not LGBTQ. Yeah, I think with uh, biographical films like Rocket Man and Bohemian Rhapsody, 
they I sort of can forgive it a bit because they have to go off likeness a lot mm. and I think I would much rather if they're telling the story of someone go for a likeness than uh, resembling their sexuality whereas with films like The Prom and stuff I feel like there's scope for there is a lot of camp gay actors who could have played James Corden's role and Mm. still have done it maybe a lot better and done it a lot more justice. Agreed, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like... And then again with, like, the imitation game and the Danish girl, I feel like um, that although there can be a likeness there because obviously they were real people and they... Mm -hmm. But I feel like no-one would have known if the likeness was that on point because we've never seen them in real life. and mm. I don't, don't think I, I would care No, if the likeness was off or not, as long as the, sh- the film was good. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a difficult one, because it's like Sia and Maddie Ziegler. Yeah. That is the most disgusting thing. <laughs> so I don't know, if, there's, a, there's a film, and I'm not... I, I want to watch it, but I, I'm not going to watch it, because I don't want to support that this sort of behaviour, but I wanted to watch it to see... Mm-hmm what the acting was like basically in the film it's about a single mum i think and her severely autistic daughter now sia cast maddie ziegler um as the autistic daughter now maddie ziegler is not autistic i don't even i'm trying to i'm just just in my head i'm trying to think like if there's any justification for it but there's not there is no no justification and sia was saying like Oh, we we did hire an autistic actor, but it was too much for them on the set. No, your set needed to be changed to facilitate this actor. Absolutely. Not change the actor to facilitate you. Mm -hmm. It needs to be the other way around. And you wouldn't cast a white person as an African-American. You Like like you said yesterday. Yeah, you wouldn't cast James Corden in a film with Barack Obama. You just wouldn't, so you wouldn't. Why? why, yeah, is it then okay to have him play a gay person? Surely, and a gay person has a, would have a better understanding of what it means to yeah. be gay and would then portray the character at a better standard, a more realistic interpretation. Yeah. Because when the prom film first came out, I always saw on Twitter it was like. Well, if a straight actor can do the role justice, then why is the what's the issue? And I said there wouldn't be an issue, but James' character did not. James Corden did not do the character no. justice, so there's no. where the issue lies. It's a, it's a difficult one, and now there's also a thing about the big celebs, the big names, yeah. sort of getting cast and cast and cast. Um, but there needs to be some change and a shift. Yeah. More than there has been. But on that note, let's finish the podcast oh, by wow. talking about our favourite gay icons. Oh, wow. Because it's been such a good podcast, it I has. feel. I've had a great time. It's been discussing. a nice chat. It's, it's flown by. It's been uh, enlightening. Oh, wow. And wow. I hope everyone enjoys. My One of my best favourite, best favourite, one of my favourite gay icons uh, had been in the past RuPaul. Amazing, yeah. I used to be quite anxious before I'd go to college and I'd put on RuPaul's Drag Race. Wowee. Yeah, and get ready and have my breakfast, whatever, and it would make me feel so sassy and confident Mm. and ready for the day. Amazing. Obviously, that's RuPaul and a combination of many, many drag queens. Yes, yes. I adore drag queens. 
honestly i love it and i love report and i just think the things that he said on the show the, these um mantras that get repeated mm-hmm. over and over again like you can't love yourself how can you love anyone else yeah. and uh what else does he say he says loads uh, of like yeah little catchphrases catchphrases that yeah. are good mantras to go forward with um uh, so that's why rupaul is probably one of my gay icons Amazing. Uh, you got a gay icon? Uh, my gay icon would be... Gosh, I should have, should have thought about this when you told me yesterday. I've got a list uh, here. Oh, a lovely list. Might spark it off. Jim Parsons, nice. He is a gay man Yeah. playing gay roles. Yeah. Hollywood. And also straight roles. And also well. straight roles. Amazing. Oh. Oh, is that problematic now? No, I don't know. This is... <laughs> This this I don't think it's problematic, but some people might be like, "Oh, yeah. he's gay. How can he play a straight person?" But I think it's, a lot of people a, didn't realize he was gay in the Big Bang no, Theory. No, no, blurred. It's blurred. a bit of a blurred, blurred line. Yeah, I think it's like it's difficult because when you look at someone, mm-hmm. you can't tell you're gay. Whereas if I look at someone, I and um, you can have you can have a crowd of people. Yeah. You can have white people, black people, whatever. You can identify them from their race, yeah. yeah. But you can't pick out who's gay yeah, by just yeah. looking. No, you can't. So that is an interesting concept. That yeah, is an, yeah, yeah. It's, that it's, is an interesting guys, concept. Guys, it's food for thought. It's Absolutely. food for thought. And this is, these are the sort of discussions that we need to be having right now. Yeah. It's very difficult because you sort of have to be so careful what you say these days. You do. But then... There all there has to be room for discussion. Yeah, free speech. Free, I'm not saying anything. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, that is nice. Be the messenger. I am the the <laughs> Hermes. Jim Parsons, fantastic actor. Laverne Cox, transgender mm. actor in Orange Is the New Black. Yeah, fantastic. Never really watched it. But Have you not? No, I've watched the first. Couple, I think, but it's it's a gr- I might rewatch it. It's a great series, mm. very violent though. Yeah, very it's violent. God, don't talk to me about <laughs> knife God. crime. No, 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 no knife more crime. knife crime, please. No, no little Nas please. X. Amazing, I do enjoy him. Call me when you want. Call, call me, me when you need. need. Call, call me, me in, in the morning. morning. I'll be on my way. way. Okay, that was nice. That was nice. Freddie Mercury, rest in peace, rest girl. Rest in peace, amazing. Oh, I adore Mr. Fred. He died of AIDS. He did. That is awfully sad. Terribly sad. Terribly sad. And of course, Elton John. Elton John, our guy. Elton, again, if you're listening, please can <laughs> please you when you out. when you do your last tour, Yellow Brick Road or whatever it's mm. going to be called, I don't know what it's called. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road or something. I don't know. Please, <laughs> please, please, can you send us some tickets, Elton? Yeah, please. we would love to. Uh, you're our favourite gay your favorite, icon. Favorite Elton John song. Gosh, I like um, um, uh, uh, you're gonna say Benny and the Jets. No, I do like Benny and the Jets. And he goes, and now I know Spanish Harlem angels. Anywhere to say it might be good. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, where the dogs of society howl. Nice. (laughs) You can't let me in your penthouse. uh, That's a good one. let me go. Oh, my phone's there. Uh, what about your? What's your favorite? My album? favorite is Saturday. 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 La, 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 la. 
la 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 crocodile rock that's a good one remember when rock was young me and Susie had so much fun. Babe, this podcast is going to get copyrighted. <laughs> God, all this really, really good singing. Hang on, let me just... I'm still trying to get up Elton's albums. Get, in, get it up. Elton John, come on. Do you know what I think is... I would say... Oh, I know which one we like. What? Candle in the Wind, <gasps> 1997 edition. Rest in peace, Diana. That is nice that he sang at her funeral. They were good for I wouldn't if I I'd be crying. I don't think I'd be able to uh, to cope. But he's a strong guy. And it seems to me you lived your life. I'm still standing oh, better that is than a, that I is am. A good feel good one. Um, don't let the sun go down on me. Passionate. Nice. Honky cat. You know honky cat. Don't think Alexa, play honky cat by Elton John. Honky cat by Elton John from Apple Music. This will get copyrighted now. <laughs> Just have a little. Uh... When I look back, boy, must... Just wait for the chorus, guys. Alexa, stop. That is honky cat, guys. And on that note, and on that note, <laughs> thank you so much for being a guest, Jamie. Again, it's okay. This is your third time on it the podcast. I'm, you, I'm gonna start giving out medals, nice stickers, certificates. Nice, nice. And thank you for being so open and uh, brave, sharing your experiences with yeah. everyone. If we can help some LGBTQ <laughs> yeah. little people, you know, on their journey and tell them that it's okay to be who they are. Yeah, that is nice. You know, why are you laughing? Because <laughs> Warwick Davis is a little person. Right. Just, I meant, I meant. I know. Young people. <laughs> Youngsters. Not, not Right, oh, right. LGBT dwarfs. God's sake. (laughs) Well, LGBT dwarfs as well. Uh, Anyone can be part of the community. Absolutely, we are inclusive. So, uh, we hope we might have eye-opened... Eye-opened? Opened some eyes, and if we can help one person feel better about who they are, then we've done our job. You got anything to say, Deb? Uh, Just hashtag happy pride month. Happy pride month. That's why we're here. Happy pride month. And be you. It's okay. You do you. Love is love. Love is love. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye now. See you later. Bye. Bye.